Blog Talk Radio.
Grand Rising and Better Love. You are listening to the Truth to Power show, and I'm Beverly, and we have Eddie Rodriguez with us tonight, and we're listening to Latin Music Diary of South Bronx to Southern California. We're listening to the Cuban sound also. And uh, your mind, body, spirit have to move with that beat and vibration that's going on. Thank you, Eddie Rodriguez, for joining us and bringing this music here to us to listen to. Well, thank you very much, Beverly, for inviting me. Better love to you and your audience. And uh, it's it's a a better day when we have music to move the body and and I thank you very much for allowing me to come on your program and bring you some of this music that I've been exposed to uh, throughout my career of 40 years in, in the Latin music industry. So, coming to you from Detroit. I'm here in Puerto Rico, and it's a pleasure once again to be on your program. Well, thank you. Thank us. Wow, that's great. And and this is happy music, and this is the time that we need that happy energy. The, the push through all of the negativity or whatever else that's going on. With that going on, um, the thing about this music, it comes from a very special place, uh, what we're listening to tonight. It comes from Cuba, and this music has been forbidden in the USA. Uh, we've spoken a time um and you know the thing is that it makes you move it moves the spirit yeah. of music is something that, that they know it wasn't allowed to come into the u.s because of the powers of the cuban exile community um, once again the you know the people that left cuba uh, were the people that had money as soon as uh, you know the downfall of the batista dictatorship and and the new uh, dictatorship came uh, about with uh, Fidel Castro. Um, once again, it, you know, uh, the exile community was the elite of Cuba, and they came to the U.S. and a lot of them landed in Miami and set up their their, their fort there, pretty much. And this became Miami became little Cuba, and mm-hmm. a lot of them had. Very much technical, uh, you know. Um, they had technical experience. They had worked in radio stations and television stations, or so they owned the stations and the radio stations and the television network. So in Cuba, so when they landed, you know, one of the first things they did was they stopped anything that would benefit Cuba, uh, Fidel Castro. And one of those things is the music and the artists were performing at the time. A lot of artists, you know, from Cuba did become American citizens. They did seek asylum. And Sally Cruz was one of them. There were many, many others. But the music that uh, they were playing at that time was traditional Cuban music, Guaguancó, which later all that music turned into salsa music. But uh, today, that music that we just heard evolved that music today that we heard from Irakere, the first Cuban group to ever win a Grammy, that was back in the 70s, um, was called Songo, S-O-N-G-O. And then from there, we're going to hear some more music from this group, uh, Juan Pormel, rest in peace, uh, 
who has created a group called Rose Von Von. And the Von Von, V-A-N, V-A-N, man, there they go, they go, Von Von, they're going, they're going. Where are they going? They're going to the sugar cane to cut sugar cane because that was the industry that uh, that Fidel Castro, that was the work he had for everybody. And so they used to take kids and get everybody in trucks and, and take them to cut sugar cane. So there they go. But bang, there they go. We say, por ahí bang. And so the group on bang. Um, and so we'll hear from them. You know, there were another, these are the, the originators of the rhythm, of the creators of the rhythm. And, you know, once that music is still going today, that rhythm, that beat is going today. It's called Cuban Salsa today. So it's an honor to be here to just expose some of that music and uh, talk about the politics, how they held back uh, people from the U.S. in particular, uh, because the entire world knows of this music and dances to this music, except the United States. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, we'll get a we'll get a group from Cuba on a cultural exchange program or a, based on a constitution that you know you cannot ban cultural. Um, culture from exchange of culture from one country to another, no matter what the conflicts are, and that's the case with uh, with Cuba. You'll see mm-hmm. a live group of Cuba come on, you know, come to the U.S. on tour, but you know you won't see them played on. You won't hear them played on the radio, and you won't see them promoted on Spanish TV. So, mm-hmm. and all the Spanish TV shows, the most important ones are in Miami. So you can forget about. Any of these groups make it making it on the air, but I think tonight's show, you know, could, can at least give everyone uh, that's listening a taste of the music that's forbidden, still forbidden in in the USA. The music that we call today Cuban salsa, which is um, comes from the Cuban rhythm timba that originated from the Cuban rhythm songo, which the traditional Cuban rhythm is called son, S-O-N. And um, that's the music that we know as Cuban music with guitars and guantanamera and one of this is social club and stuff like that. This is dancing. This, I mean, that's for dance. That was for dancing too, but this is for yeah. modern dancing. Yeah. You see some of these kids dancing with us. I mean, you have to be an athlete. I'm telling you because the mood is so incredible. The dance part is, as much as the music sounds great, it sounds better live. And that's number one. And number two, it's even better when you dance it. Oh, you know right. how to dance it. But you move. It makes you move sitting down, standing up, being, you know, tapping your toes. It's happy music, like you said, and without any further ado, let's listen to some Los Van Bond and more of, uh, on Talk Radio Truth to Power with Beverly D. And I appreciate you inviting me on your show, Beverly. Thank you. All right, here we go. Tantas que han habido, dos mujeres y tres maridos, 
buscaban su ubicación, dos mujeres y el marido buscaban su ubicación.
día he recibido una nota diciendo que no podías con mi situación que la paciencia se agota no bastaba el perdón que ya tu vida era otra que fue muy lindo el amor aquel que se vivió pero que ya terminó y es verdad que yo te dije mentiras eran mentiras por miedo a perder ese amor que sosegaba mi vida también es verdad que aniquilé tu confianza pero el amor cuando llega se dice de guerra y defiende su causa solo hace tres días he recibido una nota que me rompió el corazón y yo te pido que bien recapacita y azota otra
We are listening to the music that was forbidden from Cuba that was forbidden in America. So we're able to listen to it uh, thanks to Eddie Rodriguez, who's bringing this exciting, happy music to us, this Cuban uh, music to us. And thank you again, Eddie Rodriguez. Well, thank you, Beverly. Um, um, I have one question. Did you feel it? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, the influence of Africa cannot be denied in this music. I mean, you know, the uh, a lot of the rhythm we just heard in the background uh, with the drumming was some drumming call from Bata, but B, like in boy, A, Adam, T, Tommy, A, Adam. Bata drums. These are... Uh, the ceremonial drums that are used in uh, in the uh, what they call bembes or these uh, gatherings by um, the Santeros, which is a um, religion that was derived from the Yoruba tribe of uh, Africa that worshipped um, Mother Nature, uh, the mm-hmm. river, the ocean. The air, the fire, the wind. And, you know, this is uh, something that was instilled in these peoples, you know, thousands of years ago and um, 400 from years ago in the 1490s and onward into the 1500s. You know, we had a lot of slaves from Africa come to the New World because the uh, the Spaniards, most mostly the Spaniards and other other countries that uh, invaded these islands and you know started to take to, to really come. they were called conquistadors because they they came in the name of God you know saying that you know they had to help these people but what they did was they killed most of them off the indigenous people of these lands including the USA. Um, you know, they, uh, a lot of the indigenous uh, people from these islands and these countries were mostly uh, slaughtered. And because of the lack of labor they had, they thought of, well, let's just go ahead and import slaves. And uh, as a result, you had a slave trade. You know, that even in New Orleans, uh, you have a still, they recognize a place where they used to sell. Slaves, you know, sell human beings. And um, so, you know, the, the pain of that, number one, I think, and the the, uh, the the drums, you know, all come together with this music that we're listening to now. You have American, you know, you have the regular drum kit and you have drummers. Then you have the Latin percussion, you know, which are the congas and, the, uh, you know, the cowbells and, you know, the maracas and the bongos. And then you have these, we just heard now, ceremonial drums about that. And then you have a piano and bass and you got horns. And, and then you have a vocalist that sounds like they are going through something. They sound like they're singing from the heart, even if you don't understand yeah. the language. So, you know, all that combined, I think, is, is, is what I, I really wanted to talk about and bring to the light, uh, you know, for people to realize that it's not just, you know, the, the prophecy you're, you're listening to in the nightclubs and the radio stations. 
himself for the moment. And even today, even salsa music is not heard as much as Latin urban music, which is, as you know, artists like Bad Bunny and artists like Daddy Yankee or Don Omar or Jay Balvin or Pal G or Osuna. You know, these artists are multi-multi-millionaires in just a matter of years. You know, the music they, 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 they now, the music of today, which is Latin urban, a lot of it, a lot of, a lot of raging hormones, you know, uh, in, the, in the lyrics and, and even in the visuals and the whole, in the videos, the music videos, you, you see a lot of, you know, just uh, very uh, provocative dancing. Mm-hmm. However, you know, music that we're listening to also has a provocative dance, but it's not a provocative dance. Because what, yeah. when I was a kid, I saw people dancing that were 90 years old, dancing to this rhythm. They were listening to like timba, or what we call today Cuban salsa. And then I saw children, you know, four or five years old, boys and girls, they just moving like their grandma or their mom's because they felt the music. Mm-hmm. And it was... Um, you know, it, was, it wasn't anything... Sexual, it was more sensual or rhythmic. I want to say your body, your shoulders, your right. hands, you know. So that could be construed as something, you know, negative. But no, it's like, you know, you don't say belly dancing is negative. It's a, you know, or Hawaiian dancing is negative. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the way they dance. You know, it could be um, seen as provocative, but that's their dance form. So same thing with Nimba. And so it has its own dance. And, you know, Cuban salsa now, it has evolved now to Cuban salsa. I'm telling you, I've, I watch some of these dancers, and um, they move their entire body. I mean, they, with rhythm and a beat. Right. Move, I've seen them. Dance form. Mm-hmm. I say I've seen them uh, dance. Like you say, the whole body is is in is in rhythm. And like you said, it's vibrations. You know what's happening yeah. music do to your body makes it vibrate. So yeah, you know, um, and we know that tones make things vibrate. And so mm-hmm. you know, you know, someone that sings a you know, high, high, high note can break glass. You know, crystal. You know, will shatter. You know, from a note. And so you know what we have today is we have some. Great talent in Cuba that's unable to come out and provide now, that experience to, to us, the, the American public. Now, a qu- question: uh, Is is there still a Castro family member still in office running the country, or is it someone else? No, they, they you know, the Castro family runs the, uh, Cuba. They are the dictatorship. Okay. Uh, of Cuba, they assigned the president. They had elections. They had it, but there's no free press. There's no free expression. They'll they'll put you in jail for protesting against the government. People are still in jail. You know, they've never gotten out of jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that Fidel Castro died, and a lot of people were happy that he was dead, and they thought things were going to change. But his brother Raúl Castro took over. Mm-hmm. Raúl Castro. All of their children are, like, running around the world, you know, from the reports you get. Every once in a while, you see something come out. 
you know, their kids come out, you know, they're traveling with best education, best schools, best of everything, five-star hotels. Their kids are very bad, but, uh, but everybody else in Cuba can't even get a loaf of bread. You know, they, there's no meat and no, uh, even in, they used to ration out the food, the gasoline, only the privileged get to have a car. You know, there's cars in Cuba. They've been able to, um, uh, you know, re, re-customize these cars without the actual equipment because they, they don't even make the parts for some of these cars. Right. They're so creative that they made their own parts, <laughs> you know, to make it work. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about people that are very um, creative in, in, in every way, um, but the government is the one that's holding back the progress of these people becoming uh, independently, uh, financially independent by their own means and work. You know, everything is controlled by the government. <clears throat> A lot of people will never leave because their family's there. That's why they won't leave. Not because they like the government, but because they love their family. And they will not leave their family alone. And some others have left. Many have left. Many of the family has told them, go. And um, they're here in America. They're doing very, very well, you know. And uh, once again, you know, this music was, they were, they were. Uh, they vowed that the music that we're listening to tonight. Now we're going to listen to some new, not some newer groups, but some other groups besides the Bon 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 and Iraquere that are in Cuba that uh, also have not been able to to um, be exposed to America, to the world. Yes, they've been traveling all over South America, to America. Caribbean, not Puerto Rico, uh, and uh, Europe. But once again, it's uh, in the USA that they cannot get a visa to come here to work. As a matter of fact, they still can't get a visa today. After 63 years of the U.S. embargo on Cuba, uh, uh, they cannot get a work visa in the USA if you're a musician. You have to come on a cultural on a cultural program, and you're, you're, there's certain rules you can't be paid a certain amount of money. In other words, if you're a musician from Cuba, you come to the U.S., you can't even get paid the union rate of a musician here in the U.S. So, you know, I thank you very much for allowing me to, you know, just um, bring this topic up tonight and see what people think about it. It's, it's something that uh, we should, uh, you know, try to, you know, so, uh, are there the change? I think that's advocating something like this for change, to change this system to allow us to hear the music of Cuba freely, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think is, is, is the main uh, objective here, and getting support from that from your audience would be fantastic. So, we have a lot of people that's coming in the country here illegal. So, are any of the Cubans coming over, you, you know, using that as an opportunity to come over? Uh, absolutely. You know, even before this, you know, while well, they were still uh, allowing Cubans to seek asylum in the U.S. Uh, okay. Before, uh, before Trump, you know, 
because Obama mm-hmm. had allowed made a lot of concessions, you know, to help the Cuban people, not the government, the people, and uh, allowing relatives from the U.S. to go visit them and, and their relatives in Cuba, opened up flights, you know, at the international airports and wrecked in Cuba. And so, you know, a lot of things happened, but then everything changed, you know, um, changed with Ronald Reagan, and it changed, you know, obviously with, uh, with uh, Donald Trump the most, you know, and uh, so, you know, now, um, hopefully after, you know, hopefully Biden gets reelected or another Democrat goes into the White House because these Republicans, they, most of the Cubans, I got to say that I've ever met are mostly all Republicans, and a lot of them are from Miami, and you know what kind of governor you got in Miami, you know who lives in Miami, so. It's kind of like a that that vibration of that or that frequency seems to to hit that part of the world the worst. Uh, oh, I I would have yeah. thought that a lot of the Cubans were Democrats. So you saying a lot of them are Republicans that came over here? Yeah, the ones that are the ones that are in my you know most of the exiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Miami Cuban and the Cubans, I mean, throughout, you know, they don't forget, you know, they always saw Republicans were for business people, they were higher class people than mm-hmm. than Democrats, you know. I mean, they're the money people. So, um, I, you know, they a lot of these Cubans are Trumpers, believe it or not. You know, okay. they came from a dictatorship; they were escaping, and they supporting a dictatorship a government. To have a dictatorship or authoritarian government in the United States, yeah, because that's what that was all about, you know. I mean, look at how this guy praises the North Korean president and and the China, the president of China. He says, "Oh, they should be like that over here. That guy's there installed for life," you know. And uh, I remember one statement that Trump made. He says, oh, wouldn't it be great if that was like that over here? You could be the president for 36 years or something like that. Yeah, that sounds like like a dictatorship to me, you know. Well, some people call it dictatorship and some people call it kings. You know, like England got their king and queens and... All right. Well, you're absolutely right about that. You know, and uh, you're absolutely right about that. So we're on Block Talk Radio. This show is live, unscripted. On <laughs> what you hear is what you get. Uh, All right. And, uh, on my my, I'm on uh, an iPhone uh, microphone. Uh, and I'm on my iPhone. And so on my speakerphone, and that reason destroyed. I'm here in Puerto Rico. And uh, we're coming to you live, a uh, public service program to educate and entertain about some themes in the Latin, the world of Latin music. Uh, I bring part of my story, uh, being born in Puerto Rico, growing up in the South Bronx, moving to Southern California, and working in Southern, the South of France, so, and working, you know, doing tours, concert tours in in South America. So I've been in the South and you know the South of the USA was mm-hmm. discriminated against you know, people of color were discriminated against and 
some of my leaders to try to change that, like a Martin Luther King, or, you know, or even a Malcolm X, you know, or assassinated. And, you know, there's a lot of things that are happening in the South, you know, because of the treatment of people in the South. So, you know, I've been uh, I've been able to uh, make a career out of Latin music, and I'm happy to share my story with you, uh, Beverly. Whenever you Thank invite you. me to join on Truth to Power every Thursday at 9 p.m. from 9 to 11 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio. So thank you once again, Beverly. And we have some newer uh, uh, theme by or Cuban salsa groups coming up, so I hope your okay. audience enjoys it. Yes, here we go.
No, esto es una mezcla que esto es una locura. Yoru Andao y Salsa Mayor, Candela.
Le traigo este son cimbiao, mezclado con salsa buena, el que no baile con esto, no tiene sangre en la vela.
Dale, Claudio, no lo complique. Son. Dicen que ahora somos dos, que en el mundo están pegados. ¿Qué están pegados? Dicen que ahora somos dos, con un baile y un zumbado. Sí. Dicen... Dale, Claudio, no lo complique. Son. Dicen que ahora somos dos, que en el mundo están pegados. ¿Qué están pegados? Dicen que ahora somos dos, con un baile y un zumbado. Dicen que estamos locos. ¿Y qué? Dicen que estamos acelerados. Es verdad. Casi no llamamos iguales. Y los dos venimos de la escuela de la calle. Diciendo mi derecho. Ponle escuchar a mami y ya está hecho.
are listening to the music from Cuba that could not be played in America, thanks to Eddie Rodriguez. Well, thank you again, Eddie. This is great music. And I want to ask, you know, uh, the young people today, or don't have to be the young, but the people today from Cuba, are they able to listen to this, to their music here now, or is it still the same? Well, you know, now it's different. You know, we have the Internet, we have Spotify, we have YouTube, we have Pandora. All the music you're listening to tonight, I got it from was able to access that music on YouTube. Okay. And so it's available now, but for 63 years, it's not been played on commercial radio stations. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I refer to radio or commercial television stations. Or cultural stations, yes, you know, your PBS or your NPR. And on, you know, individual shows, people do have, uh, you know, college programs that, and programs such as ours, you know, that, uh, you know, have service to educate and to entertain. Um, you know, they play this music. But as far as popularizing it, uh, this music is so <clears throat> catchy or, you know, contagious, you know, to, 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 to movement, you know, to the body that, you know, I think it would overpower even hip-hop music if it was done the right way with young people kids you know right now you the images that we see of, 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 of the musicians and uh, not not in Cuba but here in the United States is mostly you know people that are you know in their middle ages and middle ages over you know it's not like young people you know young kids that want to listen to Jay-Z that girls want to listen to Beyonce you know and they want to listen to Rihanna you know and, you know, so on and so on. And, you know, Latin side, they want to listen to Bad Bunny. This is all Latin urban. The music changes. Mm-hmm. But what doesn't change in, 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 in music is a dance forms. And so, you know, this has been a <clears throat> salsa has been a dance form put in all the music, uh, any music school you, uh, you know, dance school that you go to in the world, they'll teach you how to dance salsa. Um, they'll teach you, you know, dance bachata. They'll teach you how to say, okay, this is hip hop, you know, and um, as well as this is a foxtrot, this is the waltz, this is the tango, or et cetera, the two step, you know. So, um, you know, the, the the idea of couples dancing together, you know, um, you know, you only see that in, in the older. Uh, generation of, of dancers. Uh, however, I've been seeing more and more of these dance competitions, and I've been seeing more and more on YouTube. You know, people in the street, you know, that are young and they're dancing to music like this, and you know, but it's in a Spanish-speaking country like Spain, I said. Um, but yes, in general, I think that uh, you know the young people that are coming in from Cuba have influence. Um, more music coming in, such as the one we just heard from uh, Michael Blanco and Chacha Mayor uh, from Cuba. Uh, you know, so that people could hear it, so that people can experience it. And, you know, my, uh, you know, my background has, has blessed me to, to 
recognized his music early on in in the seventies when I first heard of it. And when Ida Kenny won that Grammy, I was working for a Spanish uh radio station in San Francisco and that's the only FM Spanish radio station in in the entire West Coast. And mm. so uh, I was aware of this music because it was part of the San Francisco kind of like uh, scene, you know, with the drumming and the uh, and especially the Santeria uh, religion. Uh, today we can listen to it, but now I'm seeing it's a dance form. Uh, and you know, the the one word that was mentioned uh, in, in one of the songs uh, that we just heard was the word guaguanco. Guaguanco is the rhythm from Cuba that is most associated with the creation of the salsa music we know today as salsa, you know, by people like Iberto Santa Rosa, who we've heard doing a theme by number. He's a great salsa singer, or a salsa singer, straight salsa singer like uh, Oscar De Leon or or uh, or Mark Anthony. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have that salsa rhythm, and we think, well, you know, Sergio George is a great arranger. He arranges this new, that new phase in the 90s of, 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 the, of the beat, of dancing salsa. And then in the 80s, we had another gentleman by the name of Luis Ramirez, may he rest in peace. He created a, a kind of a different sound of salsa that was coming out from from the 70s, but that sound of the 70s salsa that was created in New York, um, you know, has, has maintained as, I think, of a brand name, salsa, you know, to go, you know, to be known worldwide. You have to go on Google and just, uh, all you have to enter is salsa festivals worldwide and It'll give you salsa festivals from from Delhi, India to, to Osaka, Japan, and Tokyo and Australia and you know and Dubai. So, and not not to mention South America, Central America, and the USA, uh, North America, I should say, Canada and Mexico. So you know, salsa is a big music industry, uh, you know, money maker. So. Uh, as is bachata, as is now mostly Latin urban. But as people, you know, they they, um, they tend to mature a little bit and they're into family and they say, hey, let's do something different. They'll go to a dance studio and learn how to dance salsa. And then they'll go to a nightclub to dance what they learned to a live band. And, uh, you know, it's an experience. It's another experience. It's a Natural experience. You don't need to drink or smoke or do anything to dance. You just need how to know how to feel the music and dance to the rhythm and uh, learn the steps. So, you know, it's a lot of fun, and I think there's something music that, you know, one day will come to its, uh, to its day of, you know, glory. Right now we're still underground, and, uh, you know, pop music, hip-hop, urban <clears throat> Music, country music, you know, overpowers anything that that, that the Latin community can do. So, um, but we're here with you tonight to 
bring to your audience a, a little taste of what's going on on, on your show, to, you know, aptly named the truth to power, because the truth is that the powers that be um, decided in the Cuban exile community that this music would not be heard on any commercial media in the USA for 63 years they've been able to accomplish that goal but slowly I think we are excuse me I think we will uh, overcome now you say that a lot of that came from the, the people from Cuba that came over here did not want that music played well, their their reasoning, you know, you, you can imagine the, the 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 hate and the you know they had, you know, after having to leave their homeland for for a tyrant, mm-hmm. you know, Del Castro, mm-hmm. and were, you know, determined for him not to make a dime from you know any of the music uh, that was played in Cuba. As you know, you know, when you play something on the radio station. It has a royalty attached by a performing rights society that collects that mm-hmm. money from television, from radio, from film, you know, festival organizers, all theaters. They collect the royalty for, for for the music that they play throughout the year. And if they play this music, that means that there would be a royalty paid, and that royalty would not go to the composer or to the mm-hmm. author or to the song, you know, the songwriter. You know, it would go to the government of Fidel Castro. And that's what they would present. That was their, that was their motive for not <clears throat> allowing their own music. <clears throat> so when these, when these uh, entertainers, these magicians, when they went to other countries, they were getting paid for it too, even though most of the money went to the government. Correct. Yeah, correct. Exactly, but not in the USA. Not. not you know, that, like I said, the Cuban exile community made sure that his music was not going to be heard. And we could say a lot of those people are gone now. You know, those these people that land, you know, they were already older mm-hmm. when they got here in the 60s. Um, but, um, you know, because the family roots or the father or the grandfather didn't, <clears throat> didn't uh, you know, swore not to have this music played, you know, they, they follow, they follow the family tradition, even though they don't it's outdated. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, being being from a family, you know, if you got a grandmother alive, and, and don't don't be playing that music around here. Mm-hmm. You know, they Mexican music. You know, they play American music. Mm-hmm. But uh, this music, it's it's like because this music was born in, uh, from that revolution. You know, the people in the U.S. cannot accept, the Cubans in the U.S. cannot accept it as their music, even though it's great music. It has nothing to do with a revolution. It has nothing to do with anything. It has to do with spirituality. It has to do with creativity. It has to do with a God-given talent that these musicians and these composers and songwriters and singers have, you know, to to, uh, interpret these rhythms and songs and make other people uh, feel them or, you know, like them. It's pleasing to the ear. It's, uh, 
it's, 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 it's food for the body, you know. It's vibrations that happen that, you know, if you're into music, you feel it. But if you're not, you don't feel it. And that's just how the world is. Some people feel it and some people don't. And it's okay, you know, because I don't feel polka music, you know. I don't feel polka music, even though I can listen to it. But, hey, but I don't feel it, you know. Right. Um, I feel this music, and, uh, you know, I hope some of your listeners like what we're doing. And once again, it's a public service. We do this. We don't, yeah. There's no advertising. There's no money being, being mm-hmm. exchanged here. There's no favors. We do this because of the love of the music and to bring a message to everyone to say, hey, you know, did you know about this? Did you know about this right. person? And uh, Beverly, how has your experience uh, with you know having, having these conversations with a, a Puerto Rican from the South Bronx, born in Puerto Rico, yes, the travel? How has it been for you as a you know an African American woman from Detroit that had no idea of any no. music? Yes, I mean very educational, very enlightening. Uh, I'm really enjoying the music, you know, um, it's historical, you know, and and then it really shows you that music lives on. So a lot of the artists are gone, but the music still sounds as good today as it did back then. I agree. That music is forever. People like, yeah. excuse me, Tito Pantera, Hilton Ruiz, Dave Valentin, Mongo Santa Maria. So many are gone, you know. Even we, we haven't, you know, there's an Argentine artist that I want to play. We want to do a program about him mm-hmm. someday. A tenor saxophonist by the name of Gato, G-A-T-O, which is, it means cat. That's the meaning of this, the definition of, of cat, an animal. His okay. name, uh, his stage name, Gato Barbieri, an Argentinian who made some great music, commercialized it, even became popular music in the American radio, jazz, smooth jazz radio world. Mm-hmm. And they used to ask him, well, 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 you know, because it wasn't jazz, it wasn't Latin, it wasn't popular, you know, they said, they would say, hey, Gato, what kind of music do you play? And he would say, uh, I play gato music, you know, it's mm-hmm. like from his head, you know, this is coming yeah. from him. And may he rest in peace. A great, great, great people like that, that, you know, once you hear them, you say, wow, yeah. what incredible talent. So that's what we're trying to do. We're bringing some of the music through your program, Truth to Power. Mm-hmm. The people that ordinarily ordinarily not be exposed to any of you can only hear this on WG show Truth to Power mm-hmm. <laughs> Block Radio. I don't think anybody else is is doing something like what we're doing, um, speaking truth to power and bringing the right. music to the people and having a conversation about it. So we have some interesting stuff coming up now um on the next set. Okay. Uh, these are groups we have a thrill that I fail. You released by him, you know. Uh, we have, you know, his, uh, you know, some, some newer material that I think, um, you know, your audience might appreciate. Um, 
And this, you know, then we'll, 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 you know, think about lives, just mentioned about the next group. And it's a group, they are here in America. They are, this is a group made up of Cubans that live in Miami that have been able to get a little bit of traction because okay. they're from here. All right. They don't okay. play it on the radio. This is the rhythm. But they're here in the United States. And, um, you know they're they're making some headway. Uh, I, I love them. They, I think they're, they're doing the right thing. And so, I, any any chance I get to see them perform live, uh, I'll be there. I haven't seen them live yet, but I've been listening to their music for a few years. And the group is called Timba T I M B A L I Z E. You know, some people might look at it and say, oh, I, I don't know how to pronounce that. But it's Timba, T-I-M-B-A, live, L-I-V-E, but they have it all together, so it's Timba live. Okay. It's not Timba live, you know, not, not a Spanish word. <clears throat> so further ado, we'll hear some Timba live, and then we'll hear a further la fe on violin with Cuerdas y Calle, and then we have more violins coming up with Los Bambas. Uh, the last number, Timba Tumba Timba, we already played it, so we'll be coming back to you after these next three songs. Seven, wow. whenever you're ready. I'm ready. Bueno! Hey, 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 hey! Ya llegué! Con Timba Live! Caro! Roberto!
Que le cumple 
infancia, las vivencias del barrio. Juancho tiene dos chamacos y no le alcanza su salario, pero papá Dios no juega y a sus hijos los bendice. Tanta noche en vela, lágrimas y cicatrices, extrañando a su familia cuando el tiempo está difícil, pero Juancho sabía que no era easy. Por eso me mantengo. 
the blogtalkradio.com, uh, Truth to Power, and that was something that I wanted to do, uh, just to document some some uh, some of these uh, different aspects of Latin music, not just playing Latin music, just people to, to hear Latin music and have a purpose or a story behind it. Yeah. And, uh, uh, so far, we've been able to accomplish that. I, I want to thank you for, for allowing me to come on your show. You, you, this is your this is your program and uh, and once again, it's a it's pleasure to share this the music with you and your audience. So um, the, the last number, once again, we just heard up from those Von Von. Um, they, they add a spirit, those drums, the violin, the, the horns, you know, it's bass, it's an incredible combination of sounds. You're kind of uh, fading away, Eddie. It sounds like you in the Matrix. Okay, how about now? Now we can hear you. Okay. Yeah, I was just saying that the mixture, the combination of all those different rhythms and instruments make for an incredible sound and make the body move. And I think that's what it's all about, you know, feeling happy, something that hits you inside that pushes a button that says, hey, Wow, I like this. This sounds good. I can move to it, you know. I can tap my feet, um, and everybody can tap their feet. So, mm-hmm. um, so, you know, once again, I wanted to thank you for for allowing us to come to your show, and uh, we don't have too much time left. But um, you know, anyone that wants to comment on, on any of the music that we are um, we've played tonight, um, you can go to. Uh, you can message me at, uh, on LinkedIn, uh, Eddie Rodriguez, Latin Works Music. That's Latin, L-A-T-I-N, Works, W-O-R-K-S, Music, M-U-S-I-C, Eddie Rodriguez, E-D-D-I-E, Rodriguez with a Z. And Beverly, it's time yes. for us to, uh, to play our last set. So thank you once again for, for inviting me to the show and better love. Thank you. Thank you for definitely uh, opening us up to this wonderful music. And I can't wait till you uh, are able to bring some of the uh, Latin artists to our festivals that we have every year in Detroit. So I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be an honor and a pleasure. And I'm going to thank you once again for uh, bringing this music to a community, you know, your audience that uh, would ordinarily not listen to something that's Latin because it may be in Spanish. And the operative word there is, well, I don't understand what they're saying, but, you know. You can the understand the music. Yeah. But you can, you can understand the music, and that's what that's it's right. all about, the music. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, thank you for allowing me to uh, to have this conversation with you and, I'm looking forward to next week's show, and uh, we'll continue this mission to uh, bring a little bit of joy to those lives with some great Latin music. Yes. Thank you. Thank us. Thank listeners for listening. We'll be back next Thursday, same time. Better love. Let's go.
Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.